morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to our church. Welcome to our communion table. And then this is a time that we want to ask God to be specially present uh, so that we can be cleansed and filled. But to prepare that, give God the moment of silence and confession. Okay? Come to the throne of grace. Holy God of heaven, our creator, our king, our judge, our Lord, and our father, we come to you with thankfulness of your decision to create us uh, in the beginning. And you have elected us, this body of Christ, before the foundation of the world. And you have redeemed us from our sins through the sinless Christ, your only begotten son, you sent him into, into this world to live a righteous life, yet he gave his life because of his love for us and his obedience to you. So now, in his name, we have been regenerated by the Holy Spirit. We have been called into, uh, in your presence as your sons, fellow heirs with Christ. For this, we are grateful. We don't deserve this, but it's your will to give us what you have decided for this. We are very, very thankful. We also recognize that we still are not consistent with the identity you have bestowed onto us, that we are now called saints, but we are still in the process of practical sanctification. We're not yet there. We still sometimes lose our faith and faithfulness and holiness because of temptations and weakness. For this, we are sorry, and we come to you to confess, and we pray that we will truly repent and change and be sanctified again, and we pray that your faithfulness will continue in us to change us into the full image of Christ, and then you will finish the work that you have begotten, uh, began. And we pray, and we believe that you will never Give up what you have begun, and we trust only in you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
we're doing a survey of um, Isa- um, Christ in Isaiah, and we found out Isa- the book of Isaiah is very rich in prophesying about Christ, <coughs> and it has four songs of the servant, four supplements for the four songs, and then four uh, O's to Messiah, four O's to Zion, and they all correspond to the four Gospels. We have mentioned that the second uh, song corresponds to Mark, portrays Jesus as a servant of Christ. And uh, um, it seems that his work did not bear fruit, at least not immediately. Okay. So does that mean that he's worked in vain? And uh, this supplement for the second song of servant tells us that it is not in vain. God, because of his mercy and uh, his providence, he will preserve and save. He will not give up the work that he had begun. Okay, so let me read Isaiah 49, 14 through 24. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, and the Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these many forget, but I will not forget you. Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Your builders hurry, your destroyers and devastators will depart from you. Lift up your eyes and look around. All of them gather together, they come to you. As I live, declares the Lord, you shall surely put on all of them as jewels and um, uh, bind them on as a bride. For your waste and desolate places and your destroyed land, Surely now you will be too cramped for the inhabitants, and those who swallowed you will be far away. The children of whom you were bereaved will yet say in your ears, The place is too cramped for me. Make room for me that I may live there. (coughs) Then you will say in your heart, Who has begotten these for me? Since I have been bereaved of my children and am barren, an exile, and a wanderer. And who has reared these? Behold, I was left alone, for where did these come? Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will lift up my hand to the nations and set up my standard to the peoples. And they will bring your sons in their bosom, and your daughters will be carried on their shoulders. Kings will be your guardians, and their princesses your nurses. They will bow down to you with their faces to the earth and lick the dust of your feet. And you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hopefully wait for me will not be put to shame. Can the prey be taken from the mighty man or the captives of a tyrant be rescued? Surely, thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty man will be taken away and the prey of the tyrant will be rescued. For I will contend with the ones who contend with you, and I will save your sons. I will f- f- 
feed your oppressors with their own flesh, and they will become drunk with their own blood, as with sweet wine. And all flesh will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. God will tell one day to the end-time Israel, who will be surprised at how many descendants they have. You know, Israel was chosen uh, as the physical kingdom of God, as an illustration for the spiritual kingdom. But they have not followed the law as they were commanded, and they were punished and exiled, and many were lost. However, many of their physical descendants lived as other people. And at the end time, God will tell them, hey, you're actually an Israelite, and this is your tribe, and this is your bloodline, and they will go back. And Israel will be surprised to find out, wow, I have so many descendants, I thought they were lost. I didn't bear them. I'm barren, but God bore them through the Spirit. So, in a sense, the church is an expanded spiritual Israel. The church is not Israel physically, but since the believers of Jesus were Israelites, and they became the spiritual Israel, and since the spiritual Israel became identified by having the same Holy Spirit as we have, thus the church, even though we, who are Gentiles by bloodline, we are the expanded spiritual Israel. So in a sense, we are Israel's descendants too. We know we are spiritual descendants of Abraham, right? Abraham walked the path of the Beatitudes. So should we. Jesus told us so. So in the sense, we always have a certain respect to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to Israelites and the Jewish people because it is from them Jesus Christ came and the Bible that we read. It doesn't mean that they are necessarily saved. Most of them are not. But our heart is to pray for their Savior, respect uh, them, but don't think that your respect will mean means that you leave them to their faith without being bothered. Because that will only end up with condemnation, right? So your true love... <coughs> for Israel and the Jewish people is to pray for them, love them, and keep telling them about Jesus. Okay, For us, celebrating our identity in Jesus Christ, He has already cleansed us, He's given us our e an eternal hope, which we can surely trust, and therefore live as Christ has commanded. Okay. Now, as we gather today, we take these elements to remember. Christ Jesus is the one who made the difference between the Jews and the church. He's the one who paid for everyone's sins. But we, as the elect, are those who have humbled enough to receive the gift. Others have trashed the gift. We treasured it. We take it in, into our heart. We believed in him, not just accepting Christ, as somebody say, that's almost like tolerating. We believed him, that means trusted in his word 
his character, and then we want to unite with him. Okay, as a woman joining a marriage is trusting the man's promise. We join the church because we trust in Christ's promise. Okay, you have to believe the man's word because his character is good. How did he prove his character is good? He loved us so much that he gave us his life. He gave his body to be broken on the cross. He shed his blood on the cross, and all of this is to redeem us from our former owner, which is sin. And now we belong to Christ, who is love. So remember this, and not just in the mind, but remind us that our life now. Is renewed. It's born again. It is uh, in Christ Jesus. It is His life that's in us. So, live His life. Tell His word to the world, and let His name be glorified through our words and acts. The body of Christ was given to us. We take this bread in remembrance of Him. Blood of Christ was shed for us. We drink this in remembrance of Him. Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you with gratefulness and gladness. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for paving our way back to heaven, back to the Father, and uh, it is by your sacrifice that we are saved. And we trust in your word because you have victoriously defeated sin and death. You're now sitting on the right hand of, uh, of the Father. You will come to judge the world and to rule over the world. And you promised that you will rule together with us. We don't deserve this, but we accept your gift. We trust in your character and your word. And we pray that you will keep us faithful. And we pray that we will honor your name.